You ready, Uncle Sammy? I'm ready. You ready, Lady Rose? I'm ready. All right, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Donks Hockey Podcast. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about tryout fallout. Um, we just got done with tryouts and <laughs> a lot of buzzing going on. Um, this is probably going to be a continuation of April Anarchy. Uh, we're going to talk about how I, I guess a lot of parents are worried about their club placement right now and some team placement. And we're going to just kind of talk about that a little bit and try to help alleviate some anxiety, I guess, I guess, and maybe a little bit of our own or talk about a little bit of the anxiety that we had and kind of just help people kind of muddle through all this. So I was talking to Uncle Sammy earlier and we we're talking about a, this analogy I had and this, you know, just bear with me for a second. So we're talking about a little Texas Hold'em. All right. So if anybody that plays poker, understands what Texas Hold'em is, or maybe they don't, uh, you get dealt two cards, and then you get a set of community cards, right? It's, it consists of the flop, the turn, and the river, right? The flop consists of three cards, and then with your two cards, you make the best poker hand possible, and whoever has the best poker hand possible wins that pot, right? So I, I felt like each part of that Texas Hold'em the flop turn on the river was kind of indicative of what we're going through here right now after tryouts. Uh, well, I guess pre-tryout, the flop, you get the three community cards, right? And Sammy and I talked about this, right? We're, we're, we're talking about how it could kind of symbolize spring and summer, right? The start of the new season. You get your three cards, and you can look at your two whole cards, and they can look pretty pretty damn good. Right, Sammy? Yeah, and, I know. You know, and you're like sitting with these hand, this hand, and you're like, okay, things look pretty good. So the flop is the spring and summer. That's the season you're in, right? So you you'd make the bet, and then the turn comes, and then it represents the tryout, right? And then now you got to make a decision, right? You got to either bet it, check it, or go, or fold it, right? And you got to decide what you're going to do after that tryout comes. You know, your hand might look a little bit better, but with that fourth card on the community. Some of the variables change, right? You go to that tryout. It's not like spring and summer. And you might be on a high-level spring and summer team, right? And then that turn card comes, and then you're like, crap now. Okay, I'm dealing with a whole other percentages change. Everything changes. But this is where we're at right now. You're on the river. You've made your decision, and you're probably pot committed, right? You got you to gotta figure out, like, what you're going to do now. And you're probably going to have to move all in. And I know this is completely foreign to Lady Rose because she doesn't play Texas Hold'em. I don't play I, games. Right. She don't, she don't play games. She's just directing to the point. But uh, <laughs> no. So, so the flop, your hand may look good. And you may have a hand, a made hand. Just like spring team, you might be on a high-level team. But it doesn't translate to an automatic win. doesn't mean that once you get to the river, that that's the team you're going to be on, right? You still have one or two more cards coming, and the variables are going to change, right? The turn comes, you're going through tryouts, and when that card comes, it can change the outcome of your hand, and it can change the outcome of the end of the game, right? Like, you can win or lose there, but you got to make that decision whether to go all the way. And then once the river's there, that's where we're at. We're at the river. Okay, so we're going to move on from there. Go ahead, Uncle Sammy. So I really like the analogy because I feel like that once that river card hits, there's nothing that you can do about it. But your mentality is completely how it's going to play out. Right. Like if well, I know I'm beat and I can hold it together and 
I can make it seem like the best option out there, I guarantee you it's going to get better. But if I know I'm beat and I show it, like my body language is slumped at the poker table, the guy sitting across from me knows he's got me, right? Like right. That, 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 it changes the whole outcome of that poker hand. And I, I really like that analogy that you use for poker because no matter how the cards fall, it's your body language. Oh, so what he's talking about is table image, right? What is your table? What is your parent image going into this poker game? Right. And, and it's, it's sad to say, but, but people are gambling here, right? It's not about, it's not about, what do we talk about? It's, it's about what's best for your child, right? But people are gambling with this. Go ahead, Uncle Sammy. So it's not not only, it's not only that, but right. It's also the image that you would portray at home, right? Because your tone at home and your tone in the car ride makes or breaks that season leaving tryouts. So, and, and Lady Rose, thank you for being sweet enough to bear with our little poker analogy. I think mm-hmm. that I think a lot of dads that play poker will understand where we're coming from. Oh, I'm sure, this. and I'm sure there's a lot of moms out there too. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that because because <laughs> because uh, Mama Panda does me. play poker. You know, so she, she does. does she does play poker. But I mean, a lot of this is coming from like tryouts were crazy this year. I think it's been the most movement that I've seen. But Lady Rose can probably attest a little bit more to that than than I can, like factually. She probably has she probably knows the numbers in her head a little bit better than I do what they look like. But there was a lot of movement it felt like. You know, just talking to friends from other clubs, talking to friends from Howard and, and some of these other clubs, and I'm not calling Howard out, I'm just saying just in general, all different clubs. It would seem to be a lot of movement this year. What do you think about that, Lady Rose? Well, I think I think there's definitely a lot of movement, but I don't know. I think we see that a lot every year. Um, and you might be feeling it cause you moved too, but you didn't move. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, you moved within an organization, but not within a rink. And, you know, there's, you're talking to a lot of people doing a lot of different things. And especially, I do think when you're going from squirt to peewee, that's a huge jump sometimes and I think when people also from peewee to Bantam I think you see a lot of change too so that's 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 where you're seeing a lot of flex and you're kind of getting into that heart of of youth hockey with with those age groups and that's where people are like all right I gotta settle in or not settle in and really like what's my next goal for for our family in youth hockey um it does. I mean, it does feel like lots of people were trying something different and maybe that's because they saw growth and wanted to try something different or they didn't see growth and wanted to try something different. Um, and to that point of it's, you got to do what's right for your family. But I'm thinking about what you said a lot about the parent posturing and I, it is very important. I think we've, we've talked about how do you prepare your player um, and set the right tone um, before a tryout and during a tryout. But I think that post-parent posture is really critical, too. Yep. Um, what, what, is, what is your table image, right? Let's go back to that analogy. And I think, I think what you said nails what Uncle Sammy said earlier. Him and I had a conversation about this. He goes, are people posturing because you're going into, at least for us, you're going into peewee. 
And then you're, now you're thinking about where am I going to establish myself to try to make a national team, right? Um, you know, once you get to that 14U, you have that option of going and playing tier two nationals and you can play tier one nationals I, as well, but I'll tell you what guys, there's only so many teams that are going to be national bound and there's only so many players that are going to get there. And I'm even more focused on the fact that it's like, that's awesome for the kids that are going to strive for that and make that as make those teams. And they, there should be a lot of opportunity and kids should be trying to make that jump, but there isn't room for every single player to make a national bound team. There just isn't. And so if you don't, what do you do next? And is that okay? Cause it doesn't matter where you go. There's not going to be room for every single player to make them a national bound team. I think it goes back to what are you looking for? What cult, club culture are you trying to find? Are you, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I think I've got a list here, right? Why did you move clubs or what is it that you were looking for? Was it because of a coach? Was it because of club philosophy? Was it because of another parent? Uh, was it because, I hate to say it, you, you just didn't feel comfortable with your kid playing with a certain kid? Was it because, quote-unquote, development? Or was it because you were chasing banners and you're looking for winning, right, if that's what's important to you? Um, but I think, I mean, I think... I think Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to jump in. I want to jump in on this. Go ahead. I think that the whole message of the donks is it doesn't fucking matter what's important to you. It doesn't. Oh, absolutely. Right? But but so I, think th- I think that we lose sight of that, right? And like even in the discussion, we're mm-hmm. like, what did you want? Mm-mm, nope. Right? Like even like you go back to April Anarchy, what did it end up coming down to? Like what Panda what wanted, wanted and what little Peanut wanted and what little Panda wanted. And that's how we ended up at the tryouts that we were at. So I think that it's super important to point that out. Well, I, yeah. I, th- I think I think when it comes to it, and this is going to be a really, really hot take here, and I'm going to be the one to say it. I think you have to be centered, and you cannot overextend your expectations about your kid. You have to be real with it, and I, I just think that there's there's a little bit of that overextension, the belief in what your kid is versus what a coach tells you. And I don't know if some kids are – I won't even say the kids. I don't know if some parents are offended and that causes people to leave. But overextension is a big problem. I think, I think that's, that's the hot topic here, right? I, yes, also. I always want to go back to what coaches see and what parents see. Right. We watch a lot of hockey, and we watch our kids, and we watch them improve. And it's great. And some of us have hockey experience and our coaches, right? And, and have had that experience. But not, none of us here have that, I don't think. Um, one time. In band camp? Mr. Yeah. <laughs> we got stories about that at some point. We're not talking um, about it. We're not talking time, about it. Whoa, no band camp stories. Lady Rose, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> we were watching Little Wildcat play. And my husband and I were like, this is terrible. He looks terrible. He's not playing well. Came out into the parking lot and coach said to him, 
that was the best game you played all season. And we were like, what? And he said, you guys don't know hockey. Like, you're not hockey coaches. Like, and, and he said, y'all like pumpkin toss. You don't like hockey because Kentucky, right? Pumpkin toss. He's like, y'all like pumpkin toss. You don't know hockey. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And we, you know, like, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what he's been asked to do. We don't, you know, like, it's not up to us to make that decision. And, you know, it, it is important that you're getting the right feedback for your player, but like what you think you saw and what they saw are not the same thing. Well, it's, and, and that, that's one of the ones here, right? Did you lead because of team placement? I mean, it, it just, I think it just, I, so I, I think a lot, and now I'm going to go back to, to something here. When we first got to, to our current club, well, our previous club, I guess I should say. I'm sorry for the confusion. Your last tier one organization. Tier or two. Or tier two organization. Yes. The say last it, tier two organization. Say it with your fucking pinky up. Stop it. The, uh, there was a lot of questions about those. And I still get it to this day that your first year at this new tier two club. And they're like, little Panda did not play at an upper, uh, higher team than he was at. And I said, we don't care about that. Like we, we, we felt like he was appropriately placed and we, it was his first year playing full ice and we were happy with it. And we went into the new club with that expectation. And we'll talk about that later, right? Um, certain expectations when you go to a new club, like maybe what we did and the behaviors that we did, and maybe it'll help people navigate through that a little bit. But we were approached during the season by parents saying that 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 your team should be playing up, your kid should be playing up. And we're like, we're happy where we're at. We went through the trial like everybody else. He was placed where he was. And and he's a and, and little little panda's a, a decent player. And I'm sure he could have probably handled that level, but that wasn't the point. The point is that that he was evaluated. The director and the coaches and everybody said this is where he'll he'll his growth will be the best. And we were fine with it. Like, we didn't leave, we didn't bitch, we didn't send emails, we didn't say anything else about it. We went the whole year without talking about it. It wasn't that, it wasn't, we just wanted to be happy. And we knew that going to a new club in the first place was going to be a big adjustment. And come to find out later that they had different intentions that year to do all birthier teams, and Little Panda went and screwed it all up. So he wasn't even going to be on the team that he was going to be on. So just a cautionary tale, right? Like there's a reason your kid gets placed at a certain place, right? And if you're going to start playing the domino game and figuring out like what kids are on what team and this and that, then you're just going to, you're just going to just be pounding your head at the end. I'm going to sit at tryouts and make my depth chart and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I did that year too. Because um, <laughs> I fall, I fell into that, and I did that year too. And and you know, I, I had well, rosters to that. I've been making rosters every year for all of the years. I can't help it. It's like but, I told you. It's like the emotional, like it's like emotional, like cutting for hockey parents. I can make a roster, right? Oh, so this is the point of this episode, right? Like we're out of that funk now, right? 
and we've wow. landed and we're good. Well, are you? We showed our two cards. Are you good? How did you play it at the table? I'm great. Well, I'm... I didn't go to tryouts. It's great. <laughs> well, there, there's, there's a coping mechanism right there. Yeah. You know? But so, I, 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 I also think that the other point of this episode is, what if you're not? You're not good? What if you're not happy? Well, what, your, what if what, you're not happy or what if your child's not happy? There it is, Lady There it is, Lady Rose. Like at what point do you sit down sit down with with How do you handle it? How do you deliver the news? You and your player had an expectation or frankly, let's go with that. Your player had an expectation and they maybe fell short of their goals. Well, how do you deliver that news to them? Well, how, and, I mean, yeah. How and then, do you deliver that news? Well, I think it I think you preface it with and I think as a parent, you have to preface that with, all right, these are the possibilities, kiddo. Okay? You're going to have to go out and put a great effort. But I'm I'm a believer in plan, plan B, plan C, right? But I'm also a believer in breaking down. I mean, how many times have we, the three of us, have talked in, in, in agnosium about, okay, these are my options. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And using each other as a soundboard. Well, I think that was the entire what? month of February, right? Right. February, <laughs> March. Let's, let's go back to December when we yeah. started having problems. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Lady Rose, when was I at your house? And, and was it December or November just bitching up a storm? I mean. <laughs> November, December, yeah. January, February. No, oh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> but no, I mean. Oh, yes, no. Exactly. So, so, but Lady Rose brought up a great point. How do you deal with that fallout? Like, what are you going to, I think, I think there's a lesson in failure. I think, I think we would all agree in that. And that I think the coddling approach is the completely wrong approach. Me personally. Right. It's, 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 it shouldn't be a devastating thing, but it should be a lesson in it. You know, and you need to realize instead of making it easier for your child, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that that you need to go out and work harder. If this is what you want, this is a great moment to 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 use it as a learning moment. If this is what you want, go out and go get it. You know, mm-hmm. and no matter how many clubs I take you to, it's not up to me. It's up to you. It doesn't matter if I take you to every club in the CBHL. It's not up to me. It's up to you, kiddo. Okay? And I can't give you a reason other than, you know, I'm not going to blame a coach. I'm not going to blame an evaluator. I'm not going to blame personal preference. I'm not going to blame political affiliation. I'm not going to blame any of that stuff. All right? I'm going to use that as a learning lesson because kids need to understand strife. They need to learn how to be resilient, and they need to learn how to figure some things out. Go ahead. Hot take, sorry. Yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> me. Yeah, we had it two seasons ago where we thought that Little Wildcat had a really great tryout, worked really hard. And, and, and we'll even go with this. He was on the higher spring team, right? Went into tryouts, had great tryout, right? The flop. You guys are on the flop. <laughs> and, um, and then we got the phone call of he's not going to make that 
he, he was a major year too, and he's not going to make that top team. And it was really disappointing because for us and for him, but it was like, okay, you know, we're bummed out about that. Right. And it was, there were friends on it and it was like, it's going to be okay. Um, we're going to play hockey and we're going to play for a coach we like, and we're going to be at the club we like, and it's okay. And it actually turned out to be absolutely the right decision. Again, one of those things where we don't know what we're talking about. Um, great season, well-rounded, right? And wasn't, did I think that he necessarily grew as a player the most in that season? Probably not. But like, that, again, that's on him, not on anybody else, frankly, you know, but the entire overall experience as a player ding, 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 and, ding, ding. and for our family was phenomenal. And I remember actually telling the director that at that time, at the end of that season, like you were absolutely right. You know what you're talking about. Like this was exactly the right place for us this year. And, you know, and I, and I did as, as anxious as I get about tryouts, like going into it this year, I was like, I really want it to go a certain way. But if it doesn't, I trust the process. I know that the outcome of this is going to be what it needs to be for him, no matter what. Right. So I'm going to talk about the other side of that. Um, at our two clubs ago, um, I didn't agree with placement, and it wasn't about placement of my kid. I thought that my kid was exactly where he would where he needed to be. Um, and I thought that some of the other kids on the team didn't belong there. And, like, they were going to hold us back, and and they were really going to slow us down, right? Like, as shitty as that is, right? Like, we're talking about nine, ten-year-olds, right? <laughs> Squirt minor, right? Like, nine, nine-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I didn't agree with it, and I, I didn't see the big picture, Right. Kind of like kind of like you said, Lady Rose, like like we you almost have to trust the smart hockey people. And it it turned out to be a good thing. Right. Like like we don't always know what the fuck we're talking about. So. Yep. yep. Lady Rose, what. So I know it's not about banners, but what happened in that season that you were just talking about? We won a banner. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we won. We won some tournaments, too. But, frankly, we also lost. We had a whole, like, eight-game losing slump. I know. We but, lost but, a lot. But think about, think about what they learned from it. Frankly, you know what? Like, it wasn't even – that banner was, like, icing on the cake because they worked so hard to get to that place, right? Because there was, there was a lot of losing in it. Yeah. In that season. Yeah. A they, lot they, of it. There was a lot there of was growth. to – rival teams and then coming back and winning against that rival team for the first time there was you know like and healthy rivalry is a wonderful thing to teach your player right like you know fighting hard for something on the ice and shaking hands when you come off like that's a great thing um you know and then and and the joy of understanding what it's like to come together as a team um accepting new folks into an organization uh, when it could be the opposite. Uh, like there were so many things that were taught to the kids and to the parents and to the organization through that season that the growth was tremendous and it's so much better. And and the reward was that 
championship, yeah. but like, but, but that's, that doesn't matter. Like, even if that hadn't happened, that season was great. No, and I agree with you. But what my point in that is is not about bragging about that banner. It's about your child will look back, and there's a lot of kids that'll play all the way through and never get the opportunity to play for that. Right. You know, and I think that's a great experience, right? I mean, whether we had won or lost, I mean, we you know we went both ways. This you know after this year. Well, I think but it's a, just that's a great talking point, right? Well, like elaborate we, for me. We expected it this year, like that right. was ours. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it, it's it's also like, what do you do when <laughs> when you're happy with your placement and everybody tells you that you're not being placed correctly? <laughs> like that's, I mean, that's the other caveat. It's like you try to do the right thing, and we tried so hard being new parents two seasons ago, and it was just. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it's, this is just, it it was, it was kind of a shit show. And I was just like, why are, like, we're happy where we're at. Nobody, and we just kept telling people, like, we're good. Just, you know, we're not, you know. Well, Sammy, I think your point too, though, like, right? You guys felt like you had it in the bag. There was the expectation. Everybody thought it. Oh, yeah. We got to go out. Yeah. And I think, I think. Kind of like the Bruins. You had some really great wins. You had some really great lessons. Pay the man. Um. Right. Look, just I like, think yeah. there are other teams that have been through the same thing before and understood from that lesson. And I hope that, you know, like, I think that's what, I think that's what you can only hope. Well, that's the point, right? That's the failure. You, you fell short of the goal. Now, you know, not to behave that way again. Well, and I think that, 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 that 10 U double a curse, beware 10 U double a players. <laughs> Well, and I think that, that 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 also falls into to this whole thing is handle yourself like an adult. Well, okay. For the sake of your child, I know that was spicy, <laughs> and I apologize, but but like All right, in- so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think what you just said is a valid point. Like you're going into the unknown right now, right? Is it what you thought it was going to be? This is all self-reflection here for, for the parents that have moved on. You know, we're not, we're not, we'll go back. We'll, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll go there later. But <laughs> do you, do you have to live with that decision or does, is it your kid that has to deal with that decision that you just made for him? That's well, the other thing you got to ask yourself. Who drove that, that decision? Was it the parent or the player? Right? Like, I think that needs to be in the self-examination. I think that's the most important thing, right. and and I think that's what should be what either helps you sleep or keeps you up, right, of when you're tossing and turning about these things, because sometimes our children can teach us the most, and things that we can be so concerned about because we think it should be a certain way for them, and there are definitely things in life, like keeping them safe, right, right. that are critically important, but which hockey team they play on is not that. Right. No. And and so it's it's you know sitting down and being like where do you want to like here's the outcome. How do you feel? Right? right? Like maybe you're disappointed with the level, but do you still want to stay with these kids and this organization or here's this other option? Like you can think about it, it's right? Buyer's remorse. Do you have buyer's remorse right now? The placements well, have been kids out. Don't. I, the kids don't. That's a parent thing, right? The kids don't. Well, and, and 
And here's here's an example of something that. So when 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 I had little panda, and he was like two or three, and I talked to a dad about spanking, like how do you discipline your child? And he made a very valid point. He goes, often when you spank a child or you discipline a child, make sure that if you're spanking him, it's that the message is clear that why you're doing it, right? Because most of the time, parents spank a kid because to alleviate their anger, mm-hmm. right? And it becomes the wrong message, you know? And I've, I've dealt with that. My dad used to... <laughs> To give me the business when 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 he was mad the most, and you could see that he was pissed off, right? Dude, it's like so, a, it's like it's like a puppy, right? Like puppy pisses right. in the house. Four hours later, you come and beat his ass. Like puppy has no right. idea like, why he's getting why, his ass beat. Right. So it's 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 that anxiety when you when you move to another club. But that's that's a decision you've made. You know, did it relieve your anxiety or did it relieve your players' anxiety? You know, that's a big question. Who was this for? Was it for you, the parent, or was it for the kid? Because any any one of us here can probably steer a kid a certain way. Like, hey, why don't you consider this club because of X, Y, and Z? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, right? But who's really steering? You're the one steering that ship, and you can't sit there and come back and say that that's what my child wanted. Lady Rose made a very good point about she talks about that team, and she's like, she said the word that I wish everybody would just adhere to. It's about the experience. What kind of experience did my child? It's not about development. It's about experience. And you know what? You can have a losing season and have an amazing experience. Absolutely. I mean, we have some Absolutely. of it's our. It's not. It's not winning. We have some of our best Winning's friends great. from a below five hundred team. Yeah. So that's. That's kind of the point of this this podcast, you know, is to talk about, like, just, I, I think it's just more retrospective, right? And I think that we've all, I mean, it, it, we're not we're not calling anybody out. We've all been through this ourselves. You know, we, we still, we still think about, like, what's the move here? Like, who's going to, who's going to come back? And people, people leave based on that. Like, who's coming back? You know, I look at it like, oh. Ten people left from 12U AA, then hell, my kid's got a good shot to go and play on that team. You know, like that's totally. great. So you're thousand percent. So you're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and what I guess what people fail to see is that there's opportunity in everything, right? Like next man up. Exactly. Well, exactly. I think I think that there's there's something that there's a string to pull there in. In smaller markets, though. Oh, we don't want to go into smaller markets because smaller markets are the fertile crescent of hockey for the DMV. I completely (laughs) agree. Like, that's where tier one players are made. Right. Small market (laughs) players. Tier one players come from small market. It's like that kid in Indiana shooting baskets, 100 baskets in the farm, the side of the farm in Hoosiers. Yeah. You know? That's that's it's it's the fertile crescent. Is that in Hoosiers or blue chips? Uh, maybe Ooh. it was blue chips. I don't know. I think it's blue chips. I shouldn't I shouldn't talk pumpkin ball with uh, with a with a with Kentuckian, right? right. Pumpkin toss, yeah. right? <laughs> so I guess that's the biggest question. Like, man, what opportunities did I leave behind? Right? And it's 
I, I here's the other thing. I go back to the, your a, your table manner at that point. Like if it's gone, it's gone. Oh yeah, you you've been red. <laughs> yep. Right. And 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 if you move to another table, just like they move you in poker, people are gonna know already. Like they're gonna read you like a book. Like you can't shake it. You jump club to club to club, your table image goes with you. I will just say that. Well, it's not. I a, know that's pretty spicy. It's a Lady big, Rose got that look on her face like, uh. <laughs> well, hold on though. It's a big circle, but it's not. Somebody knows somebody at the club that you played at. Oh, yeah. We, we, we joke, be a donk and burn that bridge. Fuck yeah. You shouldn't burn. No. No. Don't do it. Nope. Not all that glitters is gold, right? Shiny object. You can't, you can't be chasing that. And it, it's kind of funny because it was, so Mama Panda was talking to somebody and it was at, um, it was at a AAA practice this weekend. And that person like has been in the, in the DMV and she, you know, they've been in, you know, and I'm not, I, I just appreciate this, this aspect of it, but she was asking what was going on in there. And Mama Panda was explaining to her what it was and it was AAA uh, practice and she didn't know anything about it. She's like, oh, I didn't know that this was available, you know? And I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they don't get caught up in that stuff, right? They don't get caught up in the letters. They don't get caught up in all of it. They just want their kids to play hockey. And again, this isn't a call out. It's more like an appreciation for that. Like, sometimes that ignorance is awesome. Like, just to not be, you know, sometimes too much information is not a good thing. <laughs> You just well, but the opposite of that is in the absence of information, people make it up. So you have to give the right details. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I don't disagree with you there, Lady Rose. Valid point. It is a fact. <laughs> Hard fact. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? Let them speak and let them let them bury themselves. You know, Mama Panda is always. Don't be so reactive, right? Just, just let it, just let it play itself out. You know, make make yourselves look. You know, the person that talks the most is probably the person that, after a while, you're like, you talk a lot. Like, you don't. Do you know what you're talking about? Like, I mean, are you trying to prove something? I mean, it's. Uh, and again, that's just an analogy, not specific to anybody, right? That's just that's just an analogy. <laughs> but you go to a new club, right? Let's talk about let's talk about our moves. What it, what it looks like going to a new club. I can tell you the first thing that, that I dealt with is a stigma from coming from the Fertile Crescent and a certain person on this panel that was like, oh, more of those people coming. Yes. <laughs> oh. Guilty. Oh. That was me. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, not, I'm not here to call anybody out. And what happened? Uh, we, hey, I own it. it I, I know. I'm, I'm messing. But, but, and we became the best bestest of friends. I best mean, of it, friends. best of friends. We're very, very close now, but it's like you start going with those stigmas, you know, don't, don't, don't think people aren't sizing you up at that new club. And, and they're probably <laughs> asking their friends at other clubs who these people are. Agree or disagree? 1000%. All of us crazies are there's a few non-crazy people that actually stay out of the drama believe it or not um those are lovely 
They have great energy. I wish I could be more like them. Uh, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> you know. They, um, so yeah, people people always come with a little bit of a hall file. I think that's true. People are always checking people out. It's yeah. just our nature. Yeah, I mean, it, everybody's uh, sizing everybody up. You know, who's peacocking? Who's not? <laughs> Listen, the... I will. I will caution, and I, I think about a lot of the people that have moved multiple clubs. Again, that's your choice. I know people that outright say, "Yeah, I moved multiple clubs to follow certain coaches." That's right. great. I can tell you though, I think that it's like moving, like moving your house. It's a. It's. It can be a little bit. I don't want to say traumatic is the right word, but it's cumbersome. It's tough on a kid. Yeah, it is very tough on a kid to go to a place and and learn other kids. You do it a lot overwhelming yes that's a that's a perfect don't you have people that pack it up for you uncle sammy like you don't have to do it by yourself right oh yeah yeah, yeah. the nice moving company comes and packs all your shit up but like that doesn't pack right. your friends and you know mom and dad's friends and and yeah and you guys are all and you're wearing your little sailor outfits and you're all on the same team but you still move and you have to learn about a different group of sailors i mean yeah different group of sailors right that's <laughs> it's a hundred percent right. Right. Like, and it's, it's one of those things. Like we, we, we had a conversation with little peanut going into tryouts last year. Keep your head low, skate hard and everything will work out. So yeah. Yeah. You go to a new club, your kids, your, your kid is leaving his friends. You may not, you may not think that, that, that he has friends on that team. Right. But it's, and what's it for? Like you may even convince well, we him he doesn't. Right, you have to move him because he's going to the NHL or he's going to play a college hockey. And if he doesn't move, it's going to be a detriment to his quote unquote development. Right. I. I, I don't. If if you're if if ninety nine point nine percent. Let's take a let's take the let's do the poll thing again. I think I think uh, Lady Rose set up a poll. How many people truly believe that they're teaching their kids life through hockey? If you're truly teaching your life, kids life through hockey, then why, why are you moving? Well, what is the main reason? You know, let's actually come on the donk show. Let's debate it. Yeah. You know, let's talk about we can, this. We can, we can put that one up there too. We can see what people right. think. I was like, I'm not saying that, that we three are perfect with this. You know, we've certainly had our share of mistakes. We've certainly made judgments about people before really getting to know them, right? I mean, I think that's a that's a fair statement. Um, and I'm not I'm not I'm not directing that, at Lady Rose. I, I've done the same thing, right? We all you have. made a judgment about me before you got to know me, too. I did. I still judge you, Lady Rose. You're from Kentucky. <laughs> not well, that kind of judgment. <laughs> We're, we're not going to record that, but I, I think that it just becomes like we all run in the same circles. The hockey community is, even in the DMV, is fairly big but small. And you end up going back somehow, some way, and you you can't avoid it. If you're running, you cannot avoid it. Is that fair? But again, I go back to, like, I, you got to go back to this, like, can you imagine if you removed all of, like, everything we're talking about, obviously, this is, this is parents, right? I mean, that's the point, right? This is, this is how do we all offload our anxiety and stress and thoughts 
uh, about this entire world that we live in day right. in and day out. But if you took away all of these things that we feel, our kids wouldn't think any of these things. They would be like, let's get out there and play some hockey and put sticks in the middle middle and pick a team, right? And um, and have a good time. And, oh, okay, we're going to go and get and play on this tournament or do, you know, like if we never told them what to think about that or that they needed to do something different, most of the time they'd stay where they are and continue to grow and develop and enjoy playing with their friends and building relationships. And it's not that they're not doing that when we move them around, but it's different. We're making it harder for them in some ways because we're setting their expectations higher that they haven't done enough or that the world is against them. And if they just keep walking away from this thing, you know, instead of facing the challenge and working for it, they are, you know, like they can just, you know, they can just go somewhere else and, and weasel into something new. Absolutely. And it's not that they're weaseling, right? Like it's, they're working. The kids, like, like I told you, like your kids are the ones earning these spots. And sometimes there's massive birth years that just, it makes, makes it hard for other birth years to break into different levels until they're majors or, you know, there's, there's situations where one club has a really large, I mean, actually that's it. Like I think almost every organization you'll see a huge influx at a couple of age groups over here and a huge influx at a couple of age groups over here. And that's kind of how the makeup goes. And so people are moving around to go fit in where there's spots, which maybe isn't wrong if you're like looking for your kid to play hockey. But I think it's, I think what we're getting to with tryout fallout is that your kid made a team and you said, no, thank you. Right. And it's, it's because of a level is because of like, I I think, I think when you're on the the turn, the dynamics change, right? Like there's a plan for your kid. Like your kid was, your kid was actually looked at and built into a plan and he had a very specific these guys had a very specific role for them on a certain team, which they could probably flourish at, you know, in, in that, that, that for that club and for that team. And I think we have a tendency to forget that because, and then like you, like you said, I think you nailed it right on the head. We put that undue pressure on our kids. And when you, when you move them like, Oh, well, did I not do well at this place? Now I get to go to somewhere else. Like, is that what happened? No, I think, we, we as parents struggle, I guess, with it, and that's why kids get moved. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Uncle Sammy. I got a spicy, spicy take on what you guys are, are saying right now. Okay. What if every kid wasn't meant to pay, play travel? What if every kid wasn't meant to play tier two? That's true. Like, well, I think, I think, I think, I think that's a great take. I, and what I can't stand is if, if a kid has opportunity to play tier two, and that's what you as a parent want from them, you're actually getting what you want, but then you don't, you can't sit there and blame them for making a lower team but, for, as a money grab. Like, that's... So there's that's, a couple of thoughts, right? It, yeah, it's not, there's, it's not, I don't think it's a money grab, right? We have it and we want to give the kids the opportunity because right. let's go back to the fact that there is more to being on a team 
the experience, right? The experience of a travel Thank team you. is playing different places, different leagues, you know, ex- experiencing playing these different teams, going to tournaments, having an extended experience. A lot of rinks, especially very fortunate ones that have been around for a long time, have tremendous house programs. But often those house programs are every week you're playing another team within the same building as you, right? And then you'll do a select potentially and move those kids into a tournament. So you get that kind of travel light experience. There is also the CCHL, which is house level play, right? So C, C level play. Um, but they get to play other teams. It's similar to the CBHL. Like it's, it's teams at most of the rinks where the CBHL teams are and they play a season. It's, it's shorter. And then they have their own playoffs. I mean, it's, it's travel, right? But it's it is. with less pressure and it's a lower, you know, it's a lower skill level, I guess. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'd also point out like I think we are in a place where there's a lot of people that's like double a and tier two you know your double a upper a lower a and then anything after that it's like well no right and it's like but but cbhl has a wales division there are b teams right and there and there's good hockey to be played right and i think putting putting teams up i think it's critical that we get the declarations correct for our team's that we put together in our clubs and put them in the right divisions so that they're playing against teams that are correctly matched so that our kids are having a good game experience. And that's a good development. And that it doesn't, you can have travel even if you're a B level player because the experience is still the experience. Thank you for using that word experience. You're very welcome. (laughs) But I, I think it's important for, Everybody to realize, though, that like your opinion of your kid doesn't matter in their experience. It's about your kid. Yes. Your kid is always should be your priority. Obviously, the uh, I will say one thing that I would disagree with you on with in regards to the CCHL Lady Rose is the talent level is not less than travel levels to in certain cases you know there's there's a financial aspect to it there is kids that play fall sports that are very very good athletes um especially in the fertile crescent there are very good football players excellent point panda i misspoke no that's and i wasn't trying to call you out on it i just no i think you gotta get it right um Mm. I, i can tell you right now that the the for the Donks tournament team, there's there's two kids that we're, we're bringing in that played the CCHL last year, and they're extremely talented players. And I'm excited to have them on on our team. Yeah, and they're going to play at a high level. So no, I mean I, I know what you I know what you meant though. And there's there's other options, right? I think those teams probably don't play as many tournaments unless they play Silver Sticks, and they have a rec league Silver Sticks um, division. Well, there. Some of the local-ish um, my hockey tournaments have divisions that are suitable for that for teams at right, a CCHL right. as well. But they no. will they they do that too. No. Well, and I I think that goes into the investment, right? Like if you are investing in a CCHL team, like understand what you're investing in. 
Mm-hmm. And, and there, listen, and there are parents, and I'm not there, and and by no means are we like downing CCHL or rec hockey. No, I think I think it's if what it if anything, we're supporting it. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think there are very talented kids in that organization, and there are parents actually that that I know that that have decided to go back to CCHL, and it's because of one reason or another, and it's but you know what the expect but but. The, the key is that they've asked their child, like, what do you want mm-hmm. to do? So that's the most important thing. And I support that. If that's what your child wants, you know, and that's the level he wants to play at, then that's great. You know, and we're not being critical of, of parents that move kids just to, you know, that, that move kids based on those reasons. But is it, is it, is it their reasons? Is it your kids' reasons? Or is it your reasons that you moved? That's, that's the question that we ask, Right. And we just want you to, to understand those things. Cause we, we made a move. We made a move from the fertile crescent to, to our current <laughs> club. And I'm going to sell you guys on the fertile crescent of hockey. And you guys will adhere to that at some point. If it takes me a thousand episodes and we only have one listener by then. Um, <laughs> but the, um, it was, it was interesting. And I look back at, at when we moved and I'll be honest with you, like you don't move after you don't usually move after your last might year. And that's what we did. And I think I think to a degree that we might have, you know, I, I, I look back at it and I examine that decision. And I'm like and, I, and I'm asking all these questions of you guys and everybody out there. Like, do we do it for the right reasons? I don't know. See, I think a lot of people move after that year. Well, I think that I think that's when you do start moving. I think that is definitely atypical. To move after mites, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. it's not the norm. No, I agree. I think that you're going to play it's your certainly, your certainly squirt minor year where you're at, and then reevaluate. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I look at I look at <laughs> some of it could have been aesthetics, you know, from where we played, and some of it could have been, you know, because we left we left behind, and it was hard. It was it was a it was a big decision, you know, and changing the whole dynamics for, for little Panda was, was very different, but, uh, anyways, the, I think the other things that we need to talk about, um, why club hop, right? Like you're not the Joneses, like your situation is not the same as everybody else's situations. Right. I think, I think. So, so is that a, is that a one and for the win column for club hopping? Like you're like, I'm not trying to keep up, so I'm going to go somewhere else because my situation is different. Or is that a no don't if, club if, hop because if, you don't have to just chase these other people? Well, I, that I, one, but? my, my take on it is, is that you don't have to move to, to, to try to keep up with the other clubs, right? Like you don't have to, to be X, Y, and Z club because they win banners or you don't have to, like it, it, it's got to be what works for your kid, you know. I, I that's yeah. that's my take on it. I, th- I think that's a if reason I, to club hop, and it's a reason to not club hop. Coming from my manners, ex- no. But about your kid's experience, yeah. And I, if listen, and that's I don't have an. I'm I'm, I'm playing with that. The hundred percent devil's advocate, right here, right, right. No, no, and you have a. I think in your situation. And I think even in Lady Rose's situation, they, they've left a club and went to a brand new club, a brand, brand new club, right? That was, that was, that was my child's choice. 
In it, fact, exactly. We knew. <laughs> I just told this story the other day. We knew that it was incredibly unlikely that he was going to make the travel team the year that he tried out at the other club. And I knew that we had a trip planned the week that the new club was having their tryouts. And so before we had the tryouts for the other club, I said, "Are you, if you don't make this team, do you want to stay here and play house and probably selects again? Or would you like to go and maybe try out for this other team? Cause I knew we would have to change our plans. Right. And he said, no, I want, if I don't make this team, I want to stay here and play house and selects. And I said, okay. And so we went on our trip and I got phone calls that were like, Hey, like this is still going to be an ongoing thing. You can do a supplemental skate. Like we peep other players that didn't make that team that we had played selects with in the past had, um, that they were deciding to go over to the new club and they called. And so I said to my player, Hey, these, these friends of yours are trying this. What do you think? And he said, well, yeah, that sounds great. And I said, okay, we'll do it when we get home. And so that's what we did. Right. But I had nothing to do with that. Nothing. Well, right. I saw, I saw the opportunities and I, presented them to him because I knew that it would be a sacrifice for us that we needed to make a change if we were going to do it. But I mean, he was seven, right? He didn't know that, that what those things meant. And so it was like, I, you know, like this is a decision that I kind of need to help him understand, but only in a seven year old kind of way. And I did, and he made the choice and then he made another one. And that's what we did. It like, I presented him with the right opportunities. But you didn't steer it. You didn't steer pre- it. You one presented bit. it mm-hmm. and you let him make that decision. Pushing would have been like a hey, if you don't do this, we're going to go down the street. Right. Right? But I said, what do you think you want to do? And of course, he has no idea about this other thing. That's brand new and foreign. Um, well, and, and. But he, you know, he was like, no, I want to stay in this comfortable place, which would have been totally fine. And, and the it's reason totally fine. And the reason the reason that yeah, and the reasons that we left to were to follow the director. We knew that he was at this new place, and that's why we came to where we we came and we ended up. So, but it's the same thing. I go here's this opportunity. This is why this would be good. You know, I think very highly of this director, and I, I told him. But he he ultimately had to decide. And if he didn't want to go, then then we would have stayed. It's as simple as that. But I think the most important thing you said right there, Lady Rose, was that you let him drive that decision. I think that's the most important thing. I mean, and he had to know that it was an option, right? He wouldn't have even known it was an option if I didn't say it. Um, so I did, right? And I think that that's that's important. And as they get older, there's more and more like you got to think about the de- the development or the experience that they want. And I think they start to to know what that means for them. Right. Yeah. I, and I think it goes back to is your kid is unique and maybe we don't truly understand his or her value to an organization or a club and value meaning like where he fits in. Like we can't ev- we're not evaluators. I think that, that, you know, Uncle Sammy can attest to the, the fact that, that maybe just because 
you know, things aren't going as smooth as we think they are, like the ice is fine, you know? And I think that's where I think coaches get frustrated because I don't know what's going on. The kids are fine. Like what's, why, why are people pissed? Why are people like, and it's not that they have any sort of lack of self-awareness. I think that they're center focused on your child and they're dealing with your kid and making sure everything's smooth on the ice and everything's going well. And then all that outside noise, if that's the reason you left, well then I don't know if that's a reason to leave. I mean, do you agree? I mean, it's, I think, I just think I, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's like, we can perceive things to be a certain way, but it it could be 150 different, you know, it could be completely off. Again, yeah. little little Panda taught me a lot about this season. And I asked him at one point, and I, I stopped to take the time, like, how is this season really going? Like, how do you feel about things? And he talked about it, and he was happy with it. You know, he had mm-hmm. no issues, you know, as opposed to – go ahead. I think I can echo that, right? Like, like we can sit on the glass and bang and be an ass and – and be all that we want to be and, and make our assumptions of how it's truly going. But none of that matters. Yeah. At all. Yeah, it's it's what your kid's experiencing. Read your kid. And uh all right, I think I think I think we got that that across pretty well. Um What I'm reading is my kid bringing all of the dishes that belong in our kitchen out of his bedroom right now. That's what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So uh, preteens y'all it's fun. The other, the other thing I will say about this season or this tryout was it seemed to be the season of the hostage takers. (laughs) Lady Rose is like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. I'd like to understand that. I think if I think it's crazy to me, but what I saw were goalies were a premium, as they always are. And goalies could have had any pick of their team for the most part. Well, what I'm saying is there was a lot more opportunities for goalies this year, and they created a lot of opportunities for themselves. I mean, I, at one point, I think I think we were talking about it, there was 70 goalies that tried out at, at one of the clubs. We, I mean, that's that's hearsay, right? But, like, I, yeah. that, that's the rumant, if you will. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't asked them directly from that organization if that if that's no, I, were I there, think but someone told me that. I know one of the levels there was there was eighteen goalies for I four, mean that's a lot. For four teams. It, it, so you multiply that on a large club, that's a lot. It, Seventy is very reasonable. But at the younger ages we need goalies. Like just that's let me just put that out there as a pitch. Like and trust me, I do not I'm well my uh my my child thought he wanted to be a goalie. Once he did not, uh, thankfully, because I do not want to be a goalie mom. But I think we've got to start teaching more. Like it's uh, hopefully we can in, engage some of these younger kids because we're going to have a, like as much as we've had. We've we've got a bunch in that one organization, and they might be able to have their pick. Like we're, I think we could soon see a shortage. Yeah, it's for some of these future ages. Yeah, goalies definitely. I, I think we see it on social media all the time. People are posting looking for goalies. Uh, it's it's become a cry. That, and that that's what what I mean by the hostage takers is that like if your kid wants to play goalie and you 
I, I think there'll be a lot more concessions made for, for your kid, I guess. And a lot mm-hmm. more opportunity is what I mean by that. So that's kind of the mm-hmm. analogy I use for that. So you kind of get the, the drift of that down, Lady Rose. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's where we're going. And that was just the other observation. Um, you know, certainly a lot of opportunities for goalies out there this tryout season. And it seemed like there was a lot of movement with goalies too. It was crazy, you know. Uh, you know, with the exception of a few clubs um, that, that were definitely ingrained. I just – that's just an observation. I just thought it was a lot of goalie movement, and I don't know. I'm not a goalie parent, and we'll have to go back and, and ask somebody. But I, I just think, is that normal? Is there always that much goalie movement, I guess? It's – you know, that's, 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 that's an interesting take on it. And uh, why do goalies move? You know, why, why would they move? That's another good question. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think that's, did you have anything to add to that, Uncle Sammy? No, I think it's, it's interesting that, that even in our discussion that we break it out by position, right? Like why, why people move, why was, why was goalie the hot button this year and last year it was defenseman or whatever it was, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's nuts. It's nuts. Post post tryout fallout is crazy. Um, <laughs> all right, Lady Rose, first time up. You want to do the hockey sponsored business before we get into our top three? For sure, yeah. Let's so go. hockey sponsored business um, is BTB behind the bench training. So BTB is currently running, owned and operated by Grady Little, um, and he actually offers virtual lessons as well as in-home lessons. This actually started in the pandemic, um, you know, coming around to houses, uh, doing outside lessons, uh, and has been a dream of Grady's for a long time. And in the next three-ish weeks, he will open his first synthetic facility, um, the Bench Center in Chantilly, right next to pickleballers. Um, and, and it's going to offer kind of that, um, small area training as well as strength training. And there will be space for virtual, uh, lessons as well. Um, there's going to be some camps, there's going to be some schools out for, you know, whatever snow, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, lots to offer. My child has actually been training with, Coach Grady for a long time, and he is a very special coach to our family, and it's been really fun to watch this business grow and for him to get to this place where he's going to have finally see his his dreams come true. Um, so excited for folks to go and check out the Bench Center this summer, opening in June. That's awesome. And, and- yeah. And I think we, I think we, I think the donks have talked about this in the past. It's always good to get your kid in front of some different coaching and some different coaches, and just to get a yeah. different eye on them. So that's you know take the opportunity. You know, it's 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 a nice um, extra supplemental thing, right? Like there's you know there's strength in it. You know, he, depending on what little wildcat needs, we talk about that, right? So sometimes it's about accuracy. Sometimes it's about strength of shot. Sometimes it's about strengthening his ankles or his quads to work on his stride. Um, They go out in the driveway and they do like 
physical fitness pieces and he, you know, how does he get his upper body strength? And, and as he's growing, cause he's been working with coach Grady since he was a mite, um, you know, this development piece is really important. And then he talks to him about preparedness for game day. And, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot more. Um, so, you know, working and working with a, a, a great coach who really wants to talk to your kid about development, um, I mean, I think we see that a lot, right, in this community. There's a lot of people um, that want to develop our, our kids. And the BTB is going to be an excellent asset uh, for supplemental training because ice is a premium, right? Right. So there's only so much ice to go around. What a, and so now we're going to have a synthetic place in Northern Virginia. What a gorgeous facility he has there in Chantilly. Like, I can't wait for y'all to see it in real life. It's, I mean, I, I feel like the pictures don't do it justice. Like, it looks amazing. You've only seen the parts of it, yeah. right? Like, it's you've only gotten to see like just the the beginning pieces, and it's just really coming together, and it's amazing. So, and for those parents that play pickleball, pickleballers is right next door. So go, you know, do some pickleball while you drop your kid off for a lesson. It's gonna be great. How come? How come Lady Rose is looking at the old guy? In the panel when she said pickleball there was nothing oh, towards me in that. mr wildcat yeah absolutely yeah. Not, is not, a pickleball person i feel like it's it's for people of my age and, and my generation <laughs> well yeah like my age wants to go to the golf simulator and drink beer like that makes sense like yeah we gotta play more golf but uh btb hockey training it'll be up on our website as soon as lady rose revamps it um yeah next step so Lady Rose is going to take over all her social media, and she's going to be, she's going to probably be a, uh, she, not probably, she's a welcome new member of the team here. Of the, she's, she's definitely a donk. She can be a donk when she wants to be. So she's going to Sadly. fit in, she's going to fit in perfect for us. I, I you know, um, so welcome to the you show. You won't catch me banging on the glass though. That's not going to happen. No, no. You'll I'll be stop keep, everything. Give she'll, it she'll, time. Catch, Give it time, nope. Lady Rose. You'll, You'll catch, <laughs> you'll catch her, you'll catch her yelling at us for banging on the glass. That's what that you're All right, let's go into our top three. All right, it's gonna be hot, coming in hot. Top three are do's and don'ts at a new club. <laughs> do's and don'ts at a new club. Um, who wants to start it out? I'm the newest oh. going to a club. That's good because I'm trying to formulate my answers in my head, and I'm trying to be P- some sort of PC, I guess, about this. So I, can, I can tell you my, my experience. All right, number one okay, do go. is is observe. Observe Great. the dynamic that you're walking into. That's that's a good one, and it it's it's a positive and it's a negative, and and you have to observe with a with a with an eye right like i'm gonna steal that one from you and i'm gonna elaborate on it when it comes to being my turn Go perfect because i feel like i'm not doing it justice no no i got i got a good take on that that's that's actually a very excellent point um, all right number two number two is is be open right like there are people that you're going to meet that you're not going to get along with there are people that 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 you meet that you are going to get along with and that's okay right like yeah like we all as adults don't have to be best friends, but we have to be cordial for our friends or for our kids. Sorry, not our friends. 
Crickets. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So 100%. even even if I think you're the biggest fucking donkey in the world, if my kid likes your kid, like I be cordial. And good one. And number three for me in the the do's and don'ts is don't come in and swing it around like you're Mark McGuire. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. I love that. All right. Who wants to go next? You up, Lady Rose, or you want me to go? Sure, I can go. So number one do at a new club is offer to volunteer in some way, whether that is – a big job or a small one like um, game sheet. Running um, the time clock. Running the clock. Being Because I can DJ. assure you that your team manager does not want to be the one every week doing it unless they determine that they do want to be the That's one every week doing That's it. That's If they're asking for a volunteer, they want you to volunteer and they need it. So find a way to get involved. Can we, can we, can we do a funny yeah. story about that? With a volunteer? Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. No. So it was really rude. Don't Here, don't be rude as a team manager, okay? Just because you sign up on the sheet as DJ Big Panda, assume that 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 the that the guy that, that you just picked out one person who you thought would be DJ Big Panda and send a text <laughs> saying, is that you? Don't ever make assumptions. That's what I'm saying. Okay, because I asked, I asked her, I go, why do you just assume that I'm DJ Big Panda? So, anyways. I get, Come on. I, I know you get the gist of that story, but go ahead. 100%. <laughs> right, number two. Um, don't automatically criticize. There are a lot of people that are doing a lot of work, and mistakes are easy when there's a heavy workload. So, um find ways to help and like that i think that's i think that's the biggest thing right um and 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 number three like this to do uh just read all the communications and follow the directions please whoa mama panda where she at she just channeled her inner mama panda that's crazy your email did you read read your email email? (laughs) did you read the email did you or did you kind of all right, so that's great. I think I think both of you had some great, and thank you for helping me out with mine. Uh, I I think I'm going to go with. I think my number one is is be observant. The number one rule as a leader or in leadership when you take on a new squad is you just observe. Okay, mm-hmm. you you don't make changes. You don't go in some place where you don't know anything about anything and try to change the damn world. I think okay. that's uh, being quick to criticize, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. So it, it's kind of piggybacking on both those guys. Uh, number two is curb your expectations, right? I think to a degree. Um, I, I mean, certainly have some, but you can't expect the world, you know, because it, it, it's it, – Every, you got to figure out what's going on, right? I guess it goes back to observations. You got to figure out how the club's running, how it's moving, how it's how it's flowing. So just curb your expectations and just sit there, shut up, and be quiet, <laughs> right? I th- I think that's a big yeah. thing. Like, be seen and not heard is 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 my main take on that. Um, 
And then number three, I had a hot take, and then I forgot it because I'm – what were you going to say there, Uncle Sammy? You look like you're ready to say something. Oh, my bad. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with – oh, let me see here. Yeah, I guess leave the coach alone. <laughs> no, no, I know what number three was. I'm sorry. I, I remember now. Like, there's – you don't need to be forming alliances with anybody, right? Like, there's no... It's not the Hunger Games. Right. It's not the Hunger Games. Uh, all the kids are there together to play hockey. Your kid doesn't have to be the best on the team. He doesn't have to be the worst on the team. It's just they're there to play hockey together. Enjoy the experience. Uh, there's no reason for alliances because sometimes... That shit can get uncomfortable, though. It can steer you the wrong way. What can get uncomfortable? But not having an alliance. That you can have can, a friendship. That she can get uncomfortable. Well, here, here's the issue with that, right? You can have friendships, but even friendships then start to look like alliances. It can get catty with the I, wrong people. I completely agree, right? But I'm, I, I'm saying from a, from an adult standpoint, like whether you agree or disagree with either side. Like there's still a side, right? And we as adults don't do a good job at realizing that, like, I'm just fucking Switzerland. Like, I don't give a shit. Well, okay. So then I'll revamp it to don't be the root of all the drama. Bang! That's what we were trying to say. (laughs) All right. How about that? (laughs) Don't be the root of all the drama. No, but I think that, that we've all kind of looked around and you're like, like kind of stuck in the middle of it, and you're like, I don't fucking care either way. Like I don't, but I don't fucking care. I like he, you. I like you. I think your kid's great. I think right. your kid's great. And and how many times have we gone through this? And Lady Rose can attest to this: is when you don't even try to be the root of drama, you end up being in the middle of it. No, I think that's you know, that's like, worse than being the root of it. Like, right? Like it's it, but. But we got we got pulled aside at one, at one point, and we were asked like, "Are you being recruited?" I'm like, "Where is this coming from?" Like, we're just here. <laughs> like, I think I asked you that. No, no, no. It was it was it was. It was All right, by the hold director. on. Story time. Story time. My right. first interaction with Lady Rose. Are we, are you ready for oh. this? Oh, oh my god! I hate when you guys do this. <laughs> we were oh boy. at a rival club's barn. And the person I just so happened to be standing next to was um, exuberant. We'll just use that word for how they were conducting themselves. And Lady Rose came down and asked them, like, hey, can you please, like, not act like an asshole while you're wearing our club's stuff? (laughs) And I, like, being the guy standing next to him was, like, She's got a fucking point. Like, hey, turn it down a notch. And it... That person said to me, I'm just cheering. And I said, they are children. (laughs) 100%. But it was one of those, like, points of, like, she thinks I'm an asshole because I'm standing next to him. I definitely did. Watch. (laughs) There you go. You redeemed yourself. So there you go. Watch watch your... You got to be careful who you align yourself with right if you're gonna get in these damn clicks do not get in these clicks do not get in these circles you know you be switzerland right but i will also say this 
those moments in that, like, please don't behave like this when you are representing this organization. The next day, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, it's not, these are not hard feelings. Now, if you tell me to GFY, like, hard feelings, <laughs> right? Like, that's different. But you don't do that? Like, I'm just me. I'm just reminding you that it's a child's game. Um, the referees are paid, like, $50. Um, it, more than that. Um, rates keep going up. But um, But they, you know, like... They are playing, and it doesn't. They're you're yelling at somebody else's kid, and so it's very important that we just cheer, actually cheer, yeah. and 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 behave <laughs> in a in a in a good manner, um, and we don't yell obscene I'm, things. I'm shocked that it took me this long to bring up our first interaction, Lady Rez. I'm not gonna lie. That's really funny. I don't. I don't think I realized that that was our first. No, a hundred percent. One hundred percent. Our first was. That's funny. Like, well, I, I think I'm an asshole. Think, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, yeah. I think it. I think it brings up a. I think it brings up another point, real quick, and we're gonna. Hopefully, we can end it with this. But I don't think that now. <laughs> I heard you. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but 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 uh, I think it, I think it. it you know, it, you start getting that stigma, right? And you get into certain associations with certain people. And it's hard to shake because, again, the hockey community is small, right? Like, how many, how many as, as the great negotiator that Lady Rose is and the purveyor of being Switzerland and conveying and kind of advocating for a lot of different sides – has she proven that point and said, like, you know, people are people everywhere, right? And people are people at different clubs. And you will, A, interact with them again at some point or may interact with them at some point. And, B, they're just people like you and their parents, you know, that want the best for their kids, you know? So it's that's – a, that's a really good point. So when you go to a club, I guess, you know, try to be – try to be neutral, I guess, and try to – well, no, I mean, and yeah, I think you like you cheer like that. I think you get excited. I, I mean, I yell. I'm loud, right? Uh-huh. I, and there are times like if I'm like, hey, like that's not fair. Like, oh, it's not. No, again, nobody's perfect, right? But yelling things at an official, like go get another donut, or you know, um, th- you know, I find that, like that I find like, that as a cop offensive, but that's go ahead. <laughs> You know, it, you know, things like, like, it's not acceptable behavior no, for anyone. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if you are a part of my club or the rival club, it's not acceptable. And we have official shortages and we have Wait. coaching shortages and we have to learn to behave better as adults. Hold on. Can I, can I ask you guys if you saw something? This is, this might lead to a tangent, but did you see what? the New Jersey little league did this week. No. If the umpire throws you out of a game to come back, you have to umpire three games. <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, I am so down learn, for it. Like you have to learn how to be an umpire. You have to go and get certified and then come back and umpire three games that your child is not playing in. 
to come back and be welcomed at your kid's game. That's crazy. I mean, that's huge. That's dynamite. That's crazy. But, like, and, and, like, hockey's a niche thing, right? Like, like, not everybody can skate. Like, I can barely keep up with Little Peanut now. Like, I couldn't imagine trying to referee one of his games. But, like, imagine if that was on the table. Right? Like, figure out how to skate. Well, and we will talk about this, I think, in a future episode when we have some other folks here. But there was a time that my husband said something about an official and I turned around and I said, you're not a referee. And he said, I was when I was 12 and not for hockey, for soccer. Uh, and, and, and I said, well, I can tell you where you can get certified again now. So nice. we can, this Beautiful. was a conversation at the game. I get the gist. It was a, you know, a lovely debate. He also told me to shut up in that, but that's a different conversation, Whoa. which is not a thing that he bow, 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 bow. We'll save that for another topic. It was a delightful day. You know when you can you know when you can bring that up? Mars and Venus Mars together and in hockey. I know, I know. Right. It's just a little preview. All right. Let's go to our fortune cookie wisdom. It is, oh by the way, uh Asian American Heritage Month. A shout out to one of my favorite players. Jason Robertson and the Dallas Stars, who are in the playoffs right now. I really thought that uh, you were going to forget that, and I was going to get to do it. I'm really upset right now. Nope, I'm not going to forget Jason Robertson. He's uh, that's what you know. Little Panda aspires to be, right? Let's that's, go that's right there. In a nutshell, yeah. At some point, we need to talk about the H pack stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> So for the fortune cookie wisdom, uh, sometimes the hardest decision in life is knowing which bridge to cross and which ones you need to burn. So I went really Switzerland on this, and I played both sides of the fence because, again, I'm not calling out every parent that moved to another club. You have your reasons, and, you know, either way, good, bad, or indifferent, or regardless of my opinion or our opinions, I think we'll support you and your family and your kid and what's beneficial. And if it's you think it's beneficial for them, then that's great. You know, good luck to you. And certainly we don't burn that bridge. Um, we don't have any hard feelings. I've never had any hard feelings uh, to, to parents and kids for doing what they do because we all have our reasons, right? Every kid's situation is unique. Every parent's situation is unique. So... It's, it's about decision-making, right? It's about being on the river and having to decide, are you you're going to push it all in or how are you going to go with this? Or are you going to go all that way and just fold? I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. Go ahead, Uncle Sammy. You had, uh, you had to take on that analogy again. Well, just remember, before you fold, your body language can change the outcome of the hand. That's right. Posturing. Your posturing is everything. Uh, be aware. Be aware of uh, how you're presenting yourself, and be aware of what your hand really looks like. Uh, but well, and I don't think it's all. I don't think all of it is about leaving either, right? So you can burn the bridge while you're still on the wrong side. Oh yeah, you can be on the island with the bridge on fire for sure. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, anyways. I want to thank everybody for listening on this episode. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. 
Um, we got anything? Let's see. Future episodes, previews. What do we got going on? Yeah, let's. Got, um, well, Lady, let's shout Lady out. Lady Rose like, going to take care of social media, right? Yeah, go follow the yeah. Donks Hockey Pod on um, Instagram and Facebook. And then one big thing that will help us, like, get out there is like and write a review on uh, Spotify or Apple Music. Apple. Right. And then the other thing is um, if you guys want to come on the show and argue any of our points, we'd love to have you. Uh, come on in and debate. send us an email. Debate, right? Big Panda. We're going to debate. We're not arguing. We're going to my bad. My bad. <laughs> Burn that bridge. Uh, no. Fuck it. Uh, so, send us an email at 3donkshockeypod at gmail.com. 3donkshockeypod at gmail.com. And we will sift through the million applications that we have to be on the show. And we will see if your name gets picked. Obviously, that was sarcastic. <laughs> and then again, again, we're going to... Re- we do have to do mailbag. We have to open that one up. I think that's... All right, we'll do we'll do a mailbag if yeah. you want to send us some questions. Blind mailbag. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the email from I hate the donks <laughs> at gmail will be very indicative. <laughs> if so, okay, so be it. Uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, you guys ready? Uh, Uncle Sammy, you ready for a roadie? I'm ready. Lady Rose, you don't have a roadie. She's got. I don't. All right, let's let's go with the roadie. <laughs> The bot, the aluminum can didn't do it. Uh, All right. Sorry.